It felt like my soul had been someplace else for a really, really long time. I entered into the eye of the storm of grief that I had been carrying. I, I began to cry. The littlest thing would just send me into an anxiety spiral that, like, it's just one little thing. Why is this little thing ruining my day? Elicinia is a unique psilocybin retreat based in Mexico with a focus on meditation, neuroscience, and brain health. I had zero doubt that this was something that I was going to go through and actually do. That self-compassion sort of has trickled into every little part of my life. I hadn't laughed that hard in so long. The profoundness with which I experienced like reality, the magnitude of the beauty was just completely overwhelming. Thank you so much for coming to the show. It's so wonderful to have you. You're such a unique guest because you have come as a guest to Elocinia twice. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and why you decided to come back? Tanya, it's so good to get to talk to you again. I am a mother. I am an engineer in a past life. I am a business owner. I have lived a long life so far, almost 60 years. So it's been a very full, very, very crazy life, I would say. I come from a Midwestern town and a very small town. I grew up on a farm, very unusual background as an engineer. And and I came to Eleusinia the first time to really deal with the anxiety of aging. And I've gone through three marriages and I've learned something in every relationship. I was in a new healthy relationship and having so much anxiety about how to not sabotage what felt like for the first time in my life, a healthy relationship. And the anxiety was triggered from a lot of trauma that happened in the previous marriage I'd come out of and the business experience that I'd had. So I was feeling some effects in my health. I needed to deal with uh, using alcohol as a crutch to social anxiety, to winding down at the end of a day. It was just this kind of easy way to get out of that anxiety and feel happy and relaxed again. It was this definite psychological thing at the end of the day. And so when I started having these health issues that I thought were really related to alcohol, I was talking about psilocybin and my partner decided, or he he took it upon himself. He always does this. I talk about whatever it is that I'm dealing with, and then he goes and solves the problem for me. So he found Eleusinia online. And the more we looked at Eleusinia, it was like, wow, this place is perfect. They are science-backed. They educate you on how to deal with life when you come back home. They're very warm and empathetic people, which came through you, Tanya. And it just seemed like a really good fit. So I pushed for us going very quickly because I wanted to address this health issue that I was dealing with as quickly as possible and be able to be on that upward trend of dealing with my age, my hormones, and the effects that I thought alcohol was having on all of that. 
So you just explained the first time you came to Elysinia, right? Oh, 100%. The first time I was so anxious about what this was going to be, it was like, you know, lack of control. I knew that doing a macro dose meant that I was not going to be in control of how it transpired. I didn't know what it was going to be. I had never, I experienced psilocybin one time before, and that had been at a much lower dose, very manageable. And it had been with a therapist. So that also felt safe. But the second time around in the first setting, it was more like, how am I going to survive this? I don't know what's coming. I can't control it. So what's this going to be like? I'm terrified, essentially. And then getting into the dose, it was. I did not have any control. I didn't know. I was forgetting who I was. I felt like I needed to be away from all the noises, all of the distractions, all of the people. I didn't want to be around anybody. I just wanted to get into a cocoon and basically allow the mushrooms to do what they needed to do. And once I did that, then there was no fear anymore, but it was a ride. You know, it was just this, this complete emotional release of connecting to this young girl inside who had been so scared and then feeling the pain and the fear and that despair of feeling so alone in the world and that whole emotional release of connecting to her and saying, I've got you, I'm going to take care of you. So it was intense to say the least. It was very, very involving and emotionally draining. And then I was laughing hysterically. So it was just this huge emotional thing, crazy roller coaster ride. And then you came home with your partner. What was it like to have that seven months to integrate what that experience was like into your life? It's been amazing because we both went together the first time and his experience was also very emotional and intense and completely not what he expected. The first two weeks after we got back, it was like, neither one of us had a filter on anymore. We were completely ourselves, unguarded, safe together because it had been such a bonding experience. So those two weeks were just magical. So many deep conversations, so many insights and truths. It was like taking our relationship to the next level of intimacy. It started to grow together, right? And then a lot of changes occurred in your life. So you started to see the outside world change in your lives as you guys did some work in your inner world. Very true. Bob was realizing that he wasn't happy in his job. He didn't like the environment. It was a completely different business model and not at all like the tech space he'd come from. So... He was struggling with that, and I had been wanting to find a way to express the things that I was learning as I was researching health, researching 
mindset and mental health and wanting to share that in a podcast, on a website. So, you know, both of us dealing with these changes in our lives that were feeling pretty big and challenging. And so as we settled into all of this somewhat chaotic part of life and big decisions and things, we began to use the mushrooms as our self-care because changes, even if it's good change, is always a little stressful. It's always going to be something that we're going to struggle with. Even like lottery winners, they tend to destroy their lives because they get a ton of money and they don't know how to deal with it. And so change is always going to be a challenge, no matter whether it's good or it's hard. And I think what psilocybin has been doing for us is giving us the space and the connection that you get while you're in that to feel not alone and to be able to look at things in a very balanced, rational way. And also as you go, purge or release the fears, release the tension, you can connect to yourself in a much deeper way and see the truth inside of what you really want and what you need and what is the right thing for you in this existence. So you did such a good job explaining that. I'm so glad you were able to go to Elysinia the second time because you put words to what is so difficult to explain. So you said in the psychedelic space, you were dosing for self-care so that you could drop into that feeling of not feeling alone. And that I resonate with that so much because that's really what you feel is incredibly connected. And you can have this capacity to entirely shift your perspective, as you said. And that is like shocking. Sometimes when you're done with your psilocybin experience, you're like, oh my God, my perspective was so off. I misinterpreted this whole thing. So like, yeah, that's really, 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 really well said. I didn't write down the other things you said. What were the other two things? I'll give you an example. I woke up one morning anxious right before the retreat and it had nothing to do with the retreat. You know, I just told one of my retreat besties, as I call her, that I don't even know what I'm going to work on. My life is just so perfect in this moment. My relationship is great. I am making progress on my podcast. Everything is flowing. I feel connected even when I'm not on mushrooms. And then like literally two days later, I wake up completely in an anxious state. And I'm like, I don't know what this is all about, whatever. And then I do some things that are like, you know, out of that anxious space, not what I would have done if I were feeling connected. And so that day I chose to do a self-care. Come to find out that there was anxiety in my feelings towards leaving and not being with my partner who I've come to really rely on. I couldn't see that. I had no idea what it was all about until I was able to stop and dose and reflect and look at it from a space of, oh, okay, this is what's going on. Now, that anxiety did this 
action in you that wasn't what you ultimately would have done if you hadn't been feeling it. And so the big lesson, and this is what happens every time I'm dealing with something, even if I'm not dealing with something, every time there's there's some insight that comes. And this time it was anxiety is something for me personally, I tend to gloss over, I tend to go into action when I'm feeling anxious as opposed to sitting with it and allowing it to be. And one of the things that I'm learning as an Enneagram 7, I don't know if you've heard of that personality test, but it's kind of the latest thing in business these days. It basically is somebody who, they call it like, quote unquote, a joy bomb. It's somebody who is always positive and happy and gregarious and, you know, just lighthearted. And I am very much that in, in a normal life. So the dark side to that is that I can't sit with discomfort very easily. And so in this case, the mushrooms were like, okay, here's what happens when you're anxious and you take action. Sometimes the things you do can hurt other people because you're trying, you're thinking your way out of the problem instead of just being with it and receiving the gift of what the anxiety has to tell you. And so I loved that message. And then I was able to take that into the second retreat with me. And it became part of the theme of my second experience. Wow. So, I mean, I completely sympathize with leaving your partner behind, going to a place where you had previously been with your partner. So there definitely, I could see how that would feel like a hole, like something was missing. So good job on doing the work to get there. And then, you know, when you arrived, you were at ease, you know, and I know that you had said when you saw Josephina that you felt like you were home. I love your process of immediately engaging the group, preparing for the ceremony, and then also having Josephina check in with what energy she's reading. And seeing her and experiencing that, it was like, oh, I think I just need to live with you, Josephina. (laughs) It was really such a comfort. And her words to me, acknowledged the space I was in. And she basically said, you're going to have a fearless experience. Fearless was the word that came to her. And that's what it was. It was powerful. It was easy. It was remarkable in every way. So wonderful. Such a contrast to that first experience, which was also wonderful. You talk about high valence and low valence that harder emotional purging experience was draining in some ways energetically, but it was high valence. It was extremely rewarding because it connected me to this little girl and made me feel the protector of that little girl and helped me integrate her so that we were one. And now when I am able to think of her It's an immediate conduit to the love and protection and the fierceness that I feel towards life and 
everything that's in life. It's a whole new level of emotive, I don't know, like connection. It's just like, I am strong and I can feel pain with that strength and love that pain because it keeps me connected. We have a lot of guests say, do you have guests that come back? Because it's not our business model to have guests return again and again, because we are, our goal is that we set you up and educate you on such a higher level of psilocybin and psychedelic education that you can cultivate and you can move through your experiences on your own. So we have set up a model to where you're going to be a little bird that flies right on out of the nest. But we do have many people that return what was the calling that called you back if you felt if you already had the self-sufficiency? So when I booked it, I booked it several months in advance. And like I said, I was feeling very whole and grounded and not like I was needing a macro dose at all. But I was super curious was one thing. What will a macro dose be like a second time? Because I had heard from Jay, from everybody who has experienced it more than once, that it's very different each time. So I had that curiosity, but then I also had my partner, Bob, whose stepmom wanted to come back or wanted to come to Eleusinia for the first time. She was dealing with some stuff in her life, depression, a feeling of needing change and wanting to experience psilocybin She's also a therapist, you know, before she retired and she knows the power of the medicine and how it's being used in this day and age to help all different forms of mental illness. And so she wanted to go and I knew that Bob had some resistance. I could feel the resistance in him and I thought, well, maybe it is because of his job change and, you know, he's in a new situation and it's hard to leave a new job for a length of time. So we pushed it out until March, but I still had this feeling that he, he wasn't ready to come back. So I opened up the door. It's like, well, you know, let's try March. And if Bob has too many obligations still, then I'll go with you. I had met her one time before at a family gathering Loved her instantaneously. This woman is just a delight. She's intelligent. She's witty. She's funny. She's got a great sense of humor. She's deep. And so I wanted to get to know her. I wanted to really, you know, develop a closeness with her. And not only that, but she was at a point in Bob's life that was really instrumental in his development. It was right as he was dealing with his mother's attempted suicide and struggle that she went through many years after that, his stepmother stepped in and, and really provided that mother framework that was a solid thing he could rely on. And so I was also wanting to get to know Bob better through his stepmother and connected a deeper level in that way as well. Did you become a wealth of knowledge for the other guests about what it was like over the past year to weave this into your life? Did you have a lot of conversations like that? 
I did. You know, I remember one of the guests telling me afterwards that I had made a big difference for her in calming the fear that she was feeling because she saw how great my life had turned out and that I was back for one thing. So the medicine has been such a pivotal part of my getting back to health. I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking very shortly after the retreat because I knew that was part of the problem. And something about the mushrooms just makes you connect to that health inside of you. It's not like I just suddenly didn't like alcohol and didn't want it or didn't need that end of the day kind of feeling of comfort and release. But I wanted to be healthy. I really wanted health for myself. And it was just like black and white. I don't know, like all of that tension that had been released in the first dosage allowed me to feel more calm at the end of the day. I didn't feel the same anymore. Sure, there are still moments of anxiety as I just talked about, but it's not the same. It's like there's space between the anxiety and me. It's something that happens in my body. With that, I'm able to breathe and do other things to connect to health, healthy ways. And that might be journaling, that might be talking with my partner, that might be going on a walk, it might be crying, it might be, you know, having a self-care day. There are so many, so many avenues towards a healthy release of anxiety and connecting at a deeper level to what is this anxiety really trying to tell me? I remember talking with you about our personal cues. You know, everybody has a unique cue when it's time to have a dose day or when you have a personal care day. Over that seven months that you were developing your own practice, did you notice that your cues would change or what what would tell you that it's time to do that self-care day and then just drop right in, cancel your appointments and have that day? Well, honestly, life is very busy. So a lot of times it's a matter of scheduling, you know, like I'm feeling some tension, perhaps I'm feeling like I need to reconnect and to feel that stillness within again. It's like there's this little bit of energy that I feel in my body when it's almost like in my chest, there's a little bit of pressure it's harder to breathe. And, and there's this nervous energy is what I would call it. So that's your little like lights, lights on, check engine. Yeah, especially as somebody who likes to be in that joyful space all the time. You know, if I'm not, I'm like, ooh, something's wrong. Oh, no. And it's really easy for me to tell because, oh, yeah, I'm feeling some discomfort. Yuck, let's not have that. I know that it's easy for you to tell, but I'm grateful for you to try to explain so people listening can kind of understand what we're talking about, what it's like to notice when it's time for you to cancel your appointments, get somebody to, you know, keep an eye on you and and do your dose, which is unique to you. Did you also notice that you had tried all sorts of different doses, right? One thing before I about that, you just reminded me, it's like, 
The psilocybin macrodose the first time, I remember writing in my journal that I didn't want to forget. I finally feel still. And I, I don't think I'd ever felt that. And so now there's this contrast. When am I not feeling still to when I am? And the still times are so much more prevalent in my life now to where when it's not there, it's really noticeable. So on the dosing question, I really experimented a lot. The mini dose has been the one that I've really learned a lot about. I started with something like almost the mini dose of Eleusinia, but a little bit less. And it was good, but it wasn't as powerful. So I did like 0.8. And that seems to be my really happy spot for self-care. Thank you so much. So was Bob a little jealous that you had gone without him in the end? <laughs> I think it's interesting that when I came back, Bob was, I think, a little anxious himself because he knows what the experience is like and how deep it is. And I could see he was afraid that I would change, that I would become a new person that he couldn't relate to or wouldn't relate to him, you know, and somehow it would affect our relationship. That's so funny because I do hear that happen a lot. Like a lot of times the spouse will decide to come to Ellicinia. And then I've heard from their a spouse that finally decided to come said that, well, I'm afraid that something will change and I want to change too if she or he is going to change. It's a common, interesting fear. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by it because having gone through the experience myself, I was like, I feel the same. I feel better than ever. <laughs> but for him, you know, not knowing who is this person that's coming back to me, I could see, you know, it was like, oh, honey, I'm still here. I love you. Everything is good. It's even better. Let me tell you about it all. And so it's hard. I could see him doing it and coming back. I'd probably be in the same situation. But then again, having done it a second time myself, now I just know it was a different experience not having him there because I was solely focused on myself, really. And that took me to new, more vulnerable, deeper places that were really healing. Oh, good. Did you feel the immensity of vulnerability that happens after the macrodose with the guest this time in a more acute way? I hadn't thought of that. I think partly too, the exercises you took us through the second time, I really connected to a much deeper, more profound way. And then hearing their experiences as well of those exercises was deeply moving. I came away with lifelong friendships from the first experience. The second one, I was able to integrate the experiences of the other guests in my own experience. It was very moving. Well, thank you so much. It's been so amazing to hear your story your first time, the second time, in between what it was like and your amazing descriptors. 
of what it gives you personally and how you know when it's time to seek it and finding stillness. And it's just so well said. So thank you so much, Terry. Thank you, Tanya. Anytime you need somebody to talk to, I'm your girl. Thank you all so much for listening. You can find all the information that you need to learn everything about this retreat on EleusiniaRetreat.com. We are a retreat that offers ongoing integration support, breathwork classes, and cultivation support after you have attended this retreat. It's an amazing experience that's one of its kind. If you're looking for a science-based retreat, something out of the box, something to change your life, something to add to your practice, this is where you really need to start, EleusiniaRetreat.com.